you're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Mate, get out of here with the podcast. Welcome to the Bossy Bitch podcast with me, Elsa Mitchell. Today, I am chatting with someone who knows everything I know nothing about. (laughs) Well, I know nothing about a lot of things, so that's not really narrowing it down much. But I am the person that always forgets to take her bags to Woolworths. And Lisa, we might not be friends by the end of this. <laughs> we will be. Um, this I am today. I am chatting to Lisa. How do I say your last name? I always want to say Delfant. Yes, it's Delfanti. Delfanti. See, yeah. fancy, fancy. Yes, fancy, fancy. And Lisa is the founder of the. Inspired Eco Warrior and has just launched a really exciting new business that I think is going to do really, really well. And I'm not just saying that because I've mentored her. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say that (laughs) I actually am all about this business. I think it's amazing. And Lisa has an amazing story. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much, Lisa, for joining me today for this chat. Thanks for having me. Uh, So much to talk about, but before we dive into it all, I would like for you to just share your story with my listeners so they can get the back story of Lisa. Yeah, sure. Um, What's the story to tell? Which one? (laughs) One. There are so many. So, yeah, I'm in my, I'm still calling it early 40s. I'm a single mum of an almost 12 and almost 9-year-old and I have been working in state government for what seems like ever, even though it actually hasn't been forever, but it seems like it. <laughs> we actually never talk about your um, normal job, do we? No, no, I really <laughs> I never. don't even talk about it because it's just, you know, I, I, I go, I do a good job. And I get paid. And that's pretty much where the story ends with that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I have been living where I'm living in Perth for a really long time. I love it. Um, And then suddenly, it was seven years ago yesterday, um, my husband died without any warning. And I had a baby and a pre-primary child and he had been um, my partner for almost 20 years. So I was in a pretty uh, shocking state, <laughs> I would say. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a really, really crappy time. And um, reflecting on it yesterday actually was so weird because so much has happened and changed um, and the kids and I, we consider ourselves a pretty awesome trio. but. You know, 
it still hurts very much. So yeah, I'm I, where I've come and, you know, where I'm going to and this business is all part of it too. I ca- I'm calling myself Lisa Mark Two. <laughs> um, so your youngest was two when your husband, what was your husband's name again, Lisa? His name was John. Um, yeah, she was 18 months, 19 oh, months. months. Yeah. I can't even yeah. imagine what that must have been and, and suddenly as well with no warning. No warning. No, we were away actually in Melbourne for the weekend, left the kids at home with their grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he had a very sudden and catastrophic um, asthma attack. Wow, you just oh, yeah. an asthma attack. That's crazy, hey, because you just crazy. Think, you'd never in a million years think that that would be something that could happen. No, no, and we didn't know at the time either. It, you know, took some time to actually investigate and find out what it was and, you know, that was a shock to even find out that's what it was because it was very quick and uh, came on very suddenly. So there was no time to digest what was going on, what was happening, um, and the hospital at the time in Melbourne said that, it was so catastrophic. There was nothing that could have actually prevented it. Really? So, you know, asthma awareness is also one of the passions of mine. It really does need. Yeah, because no one, no one, highlight. yeah, no one would even, I mean, we all know someone with asthma, mm, right? Mm, Every, yes. like, I could probably rat, rattle off five people I know that have asthma right now, but you just kind of brush it off with, oh, well, you've got a puffer. Exactly. Fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, that's that's exactly right, and I think that's how a lot of people treat asthma. And you know, you don't realise that if you do have certain levels of asthma, which seem like they're manageable at the time, yeah, um, it probably needs a bit more management and attention than you realise. Because if something like this happens, it's 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 all over really quickly. Yeah. And I think this is why I love, even though a lot of what I talk about is running a business and women in business, but uncovering your story and stories like yours does raise awareness to things like that. Because I know when I heard it for the first time, I was like, really? Asthma? Like, just like, like, you know, it does, it does shed light on the crazy stuff that happens that we have no idea about. That's exactly right. Um, And he, you know, he lived with asthma and he had had bad bouts of asthma, but um, nothing, nothing at all like this. And even on the day, um, it was a freezing, freezing day in Melbourne and he was a little asthmatic in the day. It was probably a pretty bad day, but I'd seen him a lot worse and he had felt a lot worse, so thought nothing of it. Went to the football game and... Yeah, little do we know what little did we know what was coming. It was pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine. You know, like yeah. obviously you're well aware I'm going through um losing one of my friends and mm. we've had plenty of warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it, I don't know. 
I, I, I get resentful that it's dragged out so long. This is becoming really depressing. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I've not what I intended. Um, but I've been really resentful that um, her illness has been a long, drawn-out, painful process. But then as well, how lucky are we and her kids to be able to have the opportunity to say goodbye and have those moments. Right. So I probably... I'm getting a lot from this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. I, I've thought about that so much as well. Like if we did have warning and I've been resentful that we didn't have yes. warning and that it happened so quickly and then, you know, because the shock value of it mm. was also so traumatic, um, you know, you're, you're dealing with grief and loss but also you're in shock literally and that, ha- you know, really takes its toll on you as well. But at the same time then I think, well, we didn't see him suffer or yes. Um, yes. It, it be in pain. He had no idea, you know, he <laughs> it sounds odd. Oh, yes. He died a happy man, you yeah, know. Right. I mean, it's not great. <laughs> no, but he, you know, right up until his it last minutes, he was happy and having a great time. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, and the warnings. Yeah, there's something exactly, and then there's something about it happening suddenly that kind of really does just shock you into working out what the hell you're going to do moving forward pretty quickly. Really have a chance to um, wallow and think about things. You've got two kids and it's time to move forward. So that's what you do. Well, you have to. Yeah. And I, this is why telling this part of your story is so important because it's a testament to just how amazing you are. You've had to step up like you had two little small small children and yeah. you, you have to pull in your big girl knickers up and be a <laughs> mum and get the fuck <laughs> on with it you just know to yeah. sit around sucking your thumb yeah and well I did do that for quite a <laughs> quite a while and I'm, so. I'm not winning any parent of the year awards I can definitely tell you that and we ate a lot of light and easy but <laughs> light and easy is not bad <laughs> I'm not sure it's good for one and a half year olds, but she wasn't. <laughs> she didn't really care. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, you do have to move on quicker, I think, than you might have otherwise. I don't know. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah. And so let's fast forward seven mm-hmm. years, and approximately twelve months ago, I think you and I started having a chat about this idea you yeah. had for a business and I just lit up about this because I love it and it, it's part of your story I guess losing your husband and the way you live now which is a very um I'm not good with this stuff sustainable <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think it was I mean John was always um into sustainability in a big way mm-hmm. I think he wanted to you know I think he had plans for us to move forward um, living much more sustainably than we were at the time. And although I had always thought I would like to and it would be part of my, you know, philosophical way of living, I was, you know, a young mum, well, not that young, young children (laughs) and convenience sometimes took over for me. 
Um, and then moving forward, I've thought about life is pretty short. It can be anyway. Yeah. And there's so much rubbish in the world and toxins and waste. And I decided that it was, I was going to make it a priority rather than heading for the convenient, easy way all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's how I sort of started on um, embracing more eco-friendly um, habits and lifestyle changes. I think over here in Australia too, and I, I, I speak like here in Australia as if I have international fans. Um, but what <laughs> <laughs> <thought> you do? <laughs> oh, so funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I'm not opposed to laughing at my own jokes. Um, in Australia, we do. We're a little bit sheltered on, I guess, the enormity of the wastage situation on the planet because. Absolutely. I know when you travel overseas, especially like when I was in America a couple of years ago, I did the drive from San Fran to LA, which is kind of similar distance from driving from Exmouth to Perth um, yeah. in Western Australia. And when you drive from Exmouth to Perth in Western Australia, what do you see, Lisa? Beautiful nothing. ocean and <laughs> <laughs> red dirt and nothing. Yes. You've got emu, a cow. Yeah, the <laughs> uh, a lot more caravans now with COVID, but you don't see much at all. And when I did that drive from uh, San Fran to LA, I couldn't believe how many people there were the whole way, nonstop. It was like being in a city, yeah. 13 hours of driving, and I was absolutely mortified I was like this is not sustainable like our planet is gonna have to implode on itself and reset because I I was shocked by just how many people and stuff and shit there was everywhere I was like wow insane so insane and so I think we definitely don't see that as much over here, especially in little Perth in Western Australia. Um, we like to brag that we're the best place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> because we are. <laughs> we, we are. Yes, but this is what I love about you, Lisa, is that you actually you walk the talk so and you practice what you preach and you are actually living what you are saying you, you're doing and you're selling. Yeah. I mean, it's that's sort of how the business started really. I... I started making um, small changes, you know, years yeah. ago and little things along the way and it just really built up for me as it became a kind of everyday thing. I'd look at something and go, do I need to use that? It's fairly disposable. What is something else I could use instead? And making all these switches and friends would ask me for ideas or where I got things from and that's when I decided to start a little Instagram account. I was actually <laughs> having friend, uh, lunch with a friend and talking about it and went home from that lunch that day and opened up an Instagram account. She gave me the um, idea of the name actually, the Inspired Eco Warrior. And it sort of stuck with me and I thought that sounds cool 
And I thought I'll share some of the things that I do and especially in Perth, places you can get things from. And it sort of grew from there, really. We're so on board with it in Perth. I I wonder if everywhere else is as on board with it as we are. And I, I because I live near the beach in Trigg, you know, a lot of our local cafes and things, they've all got the wooden cutlery now and, you know, they don't use straws or they've got the paper straws, things yeah. like that, um, which is, I think, amazing. Yeah, definitely. And um, everywhere you go, you can buy keep cups, you can buy, you know, um, yeah. shopping bags yeah, <laughs> yeah. at home. <laughs> It actually becomes now, well, for me, I find it odd when I go somewhere and you're only served in uh, disposable cups or disposable trays or there's plastic. I I sort of look at it and think that's really odd because in Perth, you know, we have got so much better and we've got the single-use plastic ban coming in as well. So we definitely embrace that sort of thing quite well I think um there's always so much more we could be doing anyone could be doing but like I sort of always say it's um it's whatever feels right to each individual each household each family everybody has access to different resources and different priorities so it's it's not about not doing things perfectly because there is no perfect it's just mm-hmm. what's right for you really listen lisa i found a packet of plastic straws in my cupboard the other day and i felt so ashamed <laughs> <laughs> well you should be like what are they doing there where did they come from i, I know I don't. someone someone brought them into my home <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd be I mean, so if anyone saw them, even see my cupboard. <laughs> I know, but that's the thing. It's like you see things like that now and go, God, where are they from? You I know, dirty. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like smoking on an airplane, isn't it? We tell the kids, you don't even have to be able to smoke on an airplane. <laughs> Did you know the straws used to be plastic? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, funnily, my daughter actually had a drink. I was thinking of how you go to an odd cafe these days and get plastic things and we were in one and I was shocked and she was drinking her smoothie out of a plastic straw going, oh, I love this straw so much. <laughs> it's not jogging. And I thought, I get it, I get it, but that's why we bring our stainless steel straws and she's just like rolling her eyes at me. It was pretty funny um, because we both hate pl- uh, paper straws. <laughs> well, they go all soggy and stuff. They're not the same. But not I, the same. I, I was looking after um, well, I had my f- kids had their friends over one day and we went to McDonald's, which yep. I don't do often. Oh, and they got everyone. a Happy Meal and my friend's daughter, who's four, was screaming, I don't want a toy. It ruins <laughs> the planet. And I was like, wow. She's That's four. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I was not that aware when I was four, I can assure you. Yeah, well, I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. So, Lisa, tell us about your new and exciting business. So I um, stock and deliver 
eco household and personal care products and refills. Um, so we've got general cleaning, laundry, shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, um, all low waste and low tox. So my idea came from looking at what I would have liked being offered to myself as I roll, you know, roll around to all the bulk stores and market stalls with my containers and I fill everything up because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Or I order different um, personal care products from different uh, Australian websites and have to remember when they're about to run out and order some more. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if like subscriptions that are out there for toilet, eco toilet paper and eco deodorants and even um, HelloFresh is an example. Yes. Or even Light and Easy, um, <laughs> you know, that I'm clearly a fan of, um, <laughs> except for the rubbery vegetables. I was about to say, don't they have like plastic? <laughs> I know, but that is pure convenience. Um, Mate, you get a pass when your husband drops dead randomly. Yeah, you eat yeah. whatever you fucking want to eat out of whatever you want in front of me, and I did pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so where things just come automatically, basically, to you, the things that you need regularly. Mm-hmm. And that's where my idea came from to be able to deliver uh, products that you need and use all the time, your laundry liquid, your shampoo, your conditioner, your multi-purpose cleaner, and it just arrives at your door without you having to think about it. And it's you don't need to research all the different mm. types of eco products. You know, I've used them all. And that's kind of where it came from really. And then when I thought about refills, I thought rather than um, people needing to drive around, do whatever they do to fill up their containers, I can offer refills and people can leave containers, empties out for me to Mm -hmm. take away, clean and refill and reuse. So that's what I do. I love it because I know for me, who I always say I'm like your dream customer, <laughs> I'm that busy mum and, yeah. you know, I want to make healthier choices for my home but I can't be bothered <laughs> doing yep. the homework or, you know, you go to Woolworths or Coles or whatever to buy cleaning products and you just grab what you've always known. You know, you just reach for the same one you've been using your whole damn life and you think, I could be making a better choice, but I don't know what to choose. And then you get a bit sceptical. And even for me, owning a hair salon for 13 years and we used, it wasn't organic hair colour because there's no such thing, Uh, but it was as clean as hair colour could be. And we kind of marketed it as a more natural product. and. A lot of people seem to think, well, because it was, didn't have the chemicals in it, it didn't work as well or it wasn't as good. So I think people are scared, you know, to, to make that change. So I love that what you provide is you don't have to think about it. You can yeah. convert your home with the click of a button to a, you know, a healthier less toxins, all of that, and feel really good about it and you're saving the planet. One, <laughs> yes. one spray at a time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, you just, it's so easy. And I think as well, not only just for your home, but as well, one of the things we've discussed that I think is a really good idea is for your business. So especially people that have a bricks and mortar business like like a hair salon I had before, where we are using more natural products, how amazing if you can promote your business as being eco-friendly, you know, we use, we don't use single-use plastic, we ha- use um, toxin-free cleaning products, you know, it, absolutely it's amazing, amazing quality to be able to, you know, advertise in your business that that's how you operate. Yeah, and I mean that is definitely something I'm looking at promoting more down the track. I've started talking obviously to just businesses that I visit and use and go to um, and have some interest there, which is fantastic. And for exactly those reasons that you're talking about that, um, you know, again, they've just reordered what they always have previously without thinking about it but have gone, well, if there's an option here where it gets delivered and it's all the stuff, you know, the types of things we need to use all the time, then why not give it a go? And it's funny how, like, (laughs) and you look back and you feel so stupid, but (laughs) for years and years and years we ordered gloves and foil because we all know foil is a precious commodity in hair salons. Yes. (laughs) And... uh, you know, it, I'm disgusted to say how long it took me to go, we really shouldn't be going through this many gloves. That is horrendous how many plastic gloves we have thrown in the bin over the years. Like, yeah, so bad. And to actually go, hang on a second, let's ask one of the reps if we can get some reusable, biodegradable gloves. Yeah. And we did and we did. But it wasn't that hard. No, but it's the thing. You know, like it's it's, doing the thinking. Yes, I'd just been reordering, yeah. reordering, reordering, reordering because I was like, well, this is just what we've always done. And, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, we should change. And then when you really think about it, you're like, wow, that's pretty bad. We we could have made that change 10 years ago probably. I know, but that's the thing. We are often always on autopilot. Like you say, you know, busy mum, you go to the shop, you just reach for the items you always get or even when you shop online you know Coles Woolies Mm -hmm. online or whatever you just go to your master list and tick yep 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 to reorder each time yep and businesses and their reps and their bulk you know products that they get you just you just keep doing what you've always done unless another option is available and yeah, I'm trying to sort of offer an alternative option, well, I guess. why I think the subscription service is a really good idea because then once you've ticked that box and you've, you know, made that yeah. switch, it just keeps happening and you can feel yeah. really good about yourself <laughs> <laughs> each time you spray your shower down. Like, oh, exactly. I'm saving the planet. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all for... You know, uh, we're big beach lovers in our home. My kids surf. Yeah. I can't surf. I can barely swim, but I love the beach and I'm all for saving our ocean. So I'm on board with this getting rid of single-use plastics. But what has been interesting, Lisa, because I have been with you through this journey, is trying for you trying to source packaging and researching Mm. products and how hard it was for you to to create – this business because just the plastic it's just everywhere 
It is everywhere. Um, it's it's really difficult. I did look. I tried and researched for so long. Spoke to so many different people and companies um, to find the containers for the refills that I offer. And for a small, you know, one person at the moment emerging business, it was just really difficult to buy biodegradable plastic or recycled plastic as everything um, had minimum order quantities of hundreds of thousands, you know. Which is not feasible when you're starting up a small business. Well, I just can't do it. Uh, So... And of course, glass I thought is impractical <laughs> for <laughs> homes, and you know, nice for your you, the things that are sit at your house all the time that you use, but not for transporting. No, and if you're um, a drunk mum like me, you well, know, yeah, I'm not never great with glass myself. I'm terrible with glass, so I just thought I'm not. I really struggled with that for ages and then I thought well I'm not I'm not offering a single use plastic that's what I really want to get away from mm. and the plastic that we well, that I have the refills in is can be fully recycled at the end of its life yes anyway so here in Perth there's a facility that will do that. So I did ensure that anything that would no longer be able to be refilled or reused could at least be recycled. And that's sort of where I'm starting. I hope that that changes in the future, but it does go to show that it's not easy. It's not easy and the sustainable options around we're lucky that there are so many more now. Yes. But there are still areas where it is difficult and more expensive. So, mm. you know, we just I think, keep looking at it. Yes, and I think you've done it as well as as anyone can do it because I know when we did a bit of research, there are, you know, obviously there's other products available that are toxin-free, but we noticed that so many of the businesses doing it were still turning over a lot of that single-use plastic. So yeah. not only did you... Have you got a product that is, you know, without the toxins, but you've really honed down on the single-use plastic and the entire concept of your business aligns with your values? Yeah, just definitely. one part of it. And I know how hard you work to do that, so I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah, we can't do it all at the beginning. No, <laughs> <laughs> we try, but we you can't. Did a damn good job. So. <laughs> To recap, you are a single mum. You've got two children, nine and 12. You're still working at your job. (laughs) Yeah, the job. The job. (laughs) And you have created this amazing new business, which I know you have worked really, really hard to launch in the last 12 months and haven't, you know, you have not left any stone, what's that saying, unturned? Unturned, yeah. So my point is there's no excuses, is there? Like you're just getting shit done. Yeah, (laughs) I like shit done. (laughs) And I think that you're pretty amazing and that's why I wanted you on here to share your story because really you've, you've made it happen under some pretty intense circumstances and I think that you should be really, really proud of yourself and... You're doing an excellent job. Thank you. 
Yeah, no, it's been exciting. (laughs) You're a legend. So uh, check out Lisa. You can find her website. It's the inspiredecowarrior.com.au, is it? No, no AU. No AU, just .com. .com. And she has a kick-ass Instagram account. I'll put the links in my show notes, so be sure to go and check her out and give her some love. And thank you so much, Lisa, for chatting with me today. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group, Bossy Bitch. Bossy Bitch.